Can you hear me? I don't know what happened before. Okay, so beautiful people. Um, today I have a special guest. So first, I want to apologize to everybody because um, I was on a roll with trying to do um, episodes uh, consistently throughout the week, but this Scorpio full moon took your girl out. Like, I mean, I needed, you know, Scorpio energy is about intense transformation. And I had a lot of breakthroughs um, within my family. And I was just trying to honor my spirit and listen and take this as an opportunity to kind of relax because I'm always on the go. So I'm finally feeling back to normal. And my special guest today is somebody that is near and dear to me. She is my cousin. She goes by the name uh, Joe Renette. Me and her are two days apart. So we're both Virgos. Whoop, whoop. I um, mm-hmm. we're both Virgo sons, but she is a Taurus moon and I am a Gemini moon. So without further ado, I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and then we're going to have a really juicy kind of free-flowing conversation about sex tonight. So, cousin, introduce yourself. Yes, yes. Hello, hello, everybody, beautiful melanated people. This is Joe Renette. Um, some people know me as the Blue Aura Empress, and many others know me as the Creative Goddess. Um, I specialize in chakra readings and I also have my own blog called Above the Ruckus Blog. You guys can check that out. Um, I do interviews about people that um, orchestrate a sort of creative power with what they do or holistic healing or uh, black businesses. That's kind of my thing, putting spotlights on our beautiful melanated people and, you know, bringing attention to what they do and their life purpose. But yes, I'm in the holistic healing aspects of things and speaking about that Scorpio moon, my Venus is in Scorpio. So I got a lot going on right now. So yes, our charts are conversation about sex. It's very needed. Yes. (laughs) Our charts are very similar. As I said, um, we were born two days apart. So me and her both have Venus and Scorpio ruled by the fifth house. And um, I'm glad that you brought that point up because um, so we were having a phone conversation earlier on we were talking about, I don't know how we got into just like a lot of different topics about like healing through our wombs and just talking about like opening up and being vulnerable, especially after you've been through, you know, a traumatic relationship, a toxic relationship. And during that Scorpio full moon, um, on top of like having breakthroughs within my family, it was also a breakthrough with, you know, my sexual energy, my sensual energy, because Scorpio rules the sexual organs. So, um, shit, where should I begin, cousin? (laughs) Oh, so much. I think when you talking about that aspect of the the sensual sexual energy um and how we really got into that conversation as you said that scorpio moon and our our venus being in scorpio it's all about how we express ourselves not just sexually but how we express passion how we express intimacy um and the ability to do that i feel like comes from your your sin, your center force, which is your womb, and the in your womb plays a part in your ability to be central and be sexual um, within a safe space um, and with the right people. And you know, it's 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 a lot of stuff to it, but I feel like our ability to be sexual and sensual it changes throughout our life because we go through different phases as women. You know what I mean? Like the, the type of man you attracted 10 years ago is totally different than the type of man you're attracting now, you know, for the better, you know what I mean? When, like they tell you, you know, better, you do better. And in doing better, you attract better. That is a fact. And, you know, since we are sticking to this area of what our Venus signs are, What I will say is that if you, 
you know, locate your chart and you realize like what sign your Venus is in, if it's in Scorpio, Scorpio is a very intense sign, like we said before. And so what I was telling her on the phone was like, I remember being very in touch with my sexual side since, I could re- even remember like I remember coming into knowing myself like as a kid and then when I realized the power that I had which was like as a teenager no probably around yeah 18 or 19 when I realized like oh shit like I have this like vital force inside of me I remember like a lot of my Venus and Scorpio ruled like my imagination And I was able to manifest a lot of powerful situations and people that I wanted to, you know, have experiences with and things like that. And back then when I was younger, you know, I wasn't really, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I knew that I was manifesting something and I was, you know, simple minded back then. So I didn't, I didn't know that you were able to go beyond just like sex or like attracting a person that you wanted to be with. Right. So as she said, like when you get older and you've gone through some things, sometimes that can really like disconnect you from yourself. And that's something that I have gone through, which you guys know I've shared um, on other episodes that I have been in in an abusive relationship. And I had no idea what that was going to do to the way that I felt about myself. I had no idea how it was going to affect my yoni and me allowing myself to be vulnerable with uh, other sexual experiences or even down to like sexual experiences with myself, with masturbating. Like I had no idea. Cousin, how about you? Like yes. with your situations that you've gone through, do you think that like it intensified or did it kind of like, die down or what um I will say even like like you said bringing up like 18 year old 18 to 20 year old me like it was a very for me at that time like I was fresh in college I had just came from a different state like I went through a lot of things as a kid you know what I mean to where I was always very independent and that played a part in my my natural freedom when it came to expressing myself like that came off easy I I loved dancing as a kid like choreography and I love self-expression so like showing that and being that type of light like that's always came easy to me um but like 18 year old 19 year old me it's like you deal with like having your first like more so I guess adult sexual experiences you know what I mean like it hadn't been that long since I actually started having sex at that time so it was a lot of emotions, a lot of different discoveries. Um, but some of those relationships at the time, like very near and dear to me, like they took a lot out of me and it did at some point make my sensuality like go completely dormant. But a lot of that came with insecurities. You know, you when you grow up to really be accepting of yourself, like you said, like accept, accepting your sexuality and its power that you have, but then you come across somebody that you really do care for but they kind of demean your sexuality because of their insecurities with their sexuality you know they deem you as you too sexual yeah you know what i mean and as a and as a woman to hear somebody say you're too sexual you start to feel like well are you saying that i'm a i'm promiscuous are you saying that i'm a i got whole tendencies or what the situation is when it's not necessarily that like i'm a very big on quality over quantity so i haven't had a lot of relationships but I've had a lot of long relationships to where I've expressed a lot of sexual things and I've had a lot of sexual experiences because I've been in these relationships for so long to where the comfort is you know to that level to be able to to have these experiences um but then when the the relationships or situations go another way and your sexual sensualness is connected to that like it can be hard like I went through very depressive moments in my life as a woman where I tried to like hide from my sexual energy or like it got in my head like to be less sexual is the right thing to do you know but then you grow up and you find like that's not the right thing to do that's actually a very toxic thing to do 
You know what I mean? And kind of like you were saying, you mentioned in masturbation, like there were moments in my depression where I couldn't even get aroused with myself because I low-key wasn't happy with myself. You know yeah. what I mean? To the point where like, how can I be aroused if I can't even look at myself in the mirror and, and see this as beauty? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even attracted to myself to be able to arouse myself mm. at the time. You know what I mean? And, you know, when you, like I said, you learn more things. When I started my womb wellness journey and started like putting different things in my body and thinking differently and meditating more, doing womb meditations yeah. and doing yoga, you know, getting into chakras, like chakras were my depression is what pushed me into trying to figure out more about myself on the inside, which is how I started getting into chakras and your spinal cord and your energies and the energy vortexes and okay, well, how do those work? And what's stopping me from achieving certain things? What's stopping me from manifesting certain things? And, you know, really trying to figure that out to where, you know, now I'm, I'm good and flowing, <laughs> juicy and flowing. <laughs> See, that's crazy. So with me, my healing my healing started with, first of all, so as women, I think especially women of color, we're so used to, or we can be used to, um, dealing with an extreme amount of stress and not even knowing that we're operating under so much stress and trauma, right? So like for me, mm -hmm. getting out of that abusive relationship, I didn't even want to give the idea of like me being a victim, I guess, like, because I felt like that meant I was relinquishing my power and saying that like I was defeated, but my body started like reacting. So even though in my mind, I'm like, nah, like I can't think about myself being that way. My body was different. Like, even if I wanted to feel attractive, beautiful, sacred, all of those things, I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't feel connected to myself. I did not feel like I wanted to touch myself and my sexual experiences. It was just more like, it felt like a chore. And I'm like, why do I feel this way? Like I never, I used to be able to set myself free through, you know, these sexual experiences, like with my boyfriends and things like that. And so mm -hmm. to realize that that wasn't there for me anymore, my healing started through, and I'm still, you know, healing started through me paying attention to like what I eat, me doing fasting, like that's always my go-to. <laughs> and I, I believe that's because I'm a, a Virgo with a Cancer Rising and Gemini too, because it's about research, but researching things. And so I started doing a lot of fasting, detoxing, um, you know, writing my thoughts down and stuff like that, and just really trying to get to the bottom of it, but also being able to talk and express how I feel. And so it just made me wonder, like, how many other women go through things like this? And how many men have no idea, you know, because that's even harder to be vulnerable with a, a person and say, like, hey, like, I don't really feel connected. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm doing this. Yeah, like I'm out of touch with myself. And thus I'm out of touch with you. Yeah, you know? I want to make that conversation normalized, though, you know, like, because sex is a beautiful thing and it's very powerful. And I feel like, you know, if you have a partner that you're, you're with, I feel like these conversations should be normalized and talked about and same on his behalf or whoever you're with, like, how are you feeling? Like what blockages do you have? And maybe we can help each other come to some type of resolve. Like, I don't feel like, have you, do you feel like you've been in a situation where you were able to, be transparent and vulnerable and be like, you know what? I'm not trying to bring my baggage to you, but in the past, this is what happened to me in my relationship. And, you know, like, were they receptive to it? Or do you think they're like, okay, girl, whatever. <laughs> I think I've, I've been in those situations. Like I'm very big on transparency. Um, I feel like that is a very, it should be a very big factor when it comes to building with somebody as far as the relationship or if y'all are, you know, building the foundation of a friendship towards a relationship um, that you have to be transparent. I feel like that's really the only way 
trust is going to be involved and a genuine level of unconditional love is going to be involved if people can be transparent and in doing that it does come down to emotional your emotional blockages or your emotional discipline and um I can't say I've looked up on attracting those kind of energies especially as of lately um you know it's a very important thing and I have been in situations where because transparency is the the main factor from the beginning we are able to really let things out and talk about certain things that we've experienced and kind of how those things have molded us and also how we're trying to reprogram from some of those experiences you know what I mean um as I was telling you we was on the phone earlier like if 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 eight if somebody would have told my 19 year old self that at 30 I would be able to attract um a person that gets excited about taking sound meditation baths together or mm. you know meditating together and things like that like I would tell you like you out your mind or no or I'd be like I don't even know what you're talking about because 18 year old 19 year old me wasn't in that frame of mind you know yeah. what I mean like at that age my concepts of what love was or what what fun was or anything like that or what life was about was very different and distorted than what I know now from, you know, just seeking knowledge and being more enlightened. Um, but now, like I said, I've been able to have experiences where I can message a person like, Hey, sound bath tonight. And it's a good feeling for the person to respond like, yes. And then know what that is. You know what I mean? And us to be able to, you know, make a bath and light some candles and play the sounds and actually be close to each other in a very intimate setting and just let everything out, you know, and not be judged for it either. I think it's a very, very beautiful thing and a very necessary thing when you, when you talk about, like, people being able to communicate certain things and they should it should that should be a normal thing you know what I mean like to be able to take a bath with somebody that should be normal but you have a lot of men that feel like something as small as taking a bath makes them less of a man you know what I mean you say something about a bath and they're like what I'm a grown-ass man I stand up when I shower (laughs) like it's a bath like (laughs) why does it have to be yeah like relax like it's okay to take a bath like that doesn't make you less of a man if anything it makes you more of a man to be able to have a, a sacred moment like that with somebody and and you still be yourself like that that moment I ain't gonna lie like taking that bath that made me way more attracted to the person than a person just trying to be this manly man like him him being present in that moment made him more of a man than most men you know what I mean and like I said we're talking about sex I get the juices going I'm not playing not playing at all I love that I think that um it's funny because I have on my Instagram I've kind of built a tribe with different intellectual um men on there that are genuinely like you know friends like we will message each other to uplift each other. And, you know, they always send me like certain topics and posts from other people's pages and things like that. And something that um, I was seeing, I forgot, I posted something about this lady was like, you know, women are doing the work, you know, they take time to deal with their shadow self, they take time to heal, but it sucks for them to do all of this. And, you know, basically men, they don't feel, she didn't feel like she saw that men are putting in that same effort. So then it's like, here we are doing all this work. And then, you know, we meet a man and it's like, well, you're not really, you know what I'm saying? Like you just showing up and you get to, or you want to benefit from me being this cool, calm, collected and peaceful person who is having patience, who understands herself, who knows, you know, her power, her sexual energy, and you get to benefit off of it, but I'm not seeing what you're doing. And I feel like I, I sent that to one of my little tribe. Uh, friends maybe two of them and I just wanted to see you know what they thought and 
you know, both of them are extremely advanced, very intellectual, very into that metaphysical life. They meditate, they, you know, plant-based, like definitely about it. And so they felt offended. Like, you know, she can't speak for all men, you know, the, the consciousness of masculine, uh, the masculine is starting to, you know, rise up in their consciousness and they're showing up, which I do see a shift. I do see that there are a lot more men who are accepting of, you know, metaphysical practices and like, you know, they're, they're learning stuff and, and the amount of knowledge and stuff that they're accessing, like, it's a beautiful thing. But I was telling him, I was like, it's still a rare thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause like when you, when yeah. you have worked on yourself, like, of course you're going to attract other beings who are like that, I guess. But like, I don't realize until I get around other people, I'm like, Oh shit, you have no idea. Like what I do. Like a lot of people are still very naive and, and ignorant to a lot of these subjects, a lot of men as well. And so that's a whole nother topic. Like being able to be <laughs> shit, being able to be vulnerable and know that you're doing the shadow work, knowing that you are healing from fucked up situations. And then you meet somebody and it's like, you know, like I said, I think that these conversations should be normalized so that, you know, y'all can have a sense of transparency and really lay like a good, strong foundation down. But I haven't mm-hmm. been out there to see, but like, do you feel like it's more men who are are coming to this side or do you still feel like it's like, I don't know even how to word that question, but <laughs> No, I get it. I get what you're saying. And it's so funny that you bring that up because I recently, I was on Facebook last week or so. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm part of, I, I have, I will say like spirituality is starting to pour over onto so- certain social media that you would normally see it on. Like I have been into certain things and practice certain things for a while, but a lot of who I see that are into it is normally people from Instagram but I'm starting to see more people on Facebook and a young lady had put up a post about um, something in regards to where we are, you know, being in Austin and saying like they need to reset everything. Like they need to reset all the men because we're the ones that are into yoga. We're the ones that are into this or they saying that they need to move because, you know, there's nobody, there aren't men out here like that. And I'm sitting here thinking, I literally told her, I said, well, you need to uh, refresh your friends list or something because they exist. You know what I mean? Like they're out there. I can't, but I can't attract them for you. You know what I mean? Like I know they're out there because they've gravitated towards me, but I also know that there are other types of men out there that fit the majority of what women are used to coming in contact with, which makes it look like those type of men are non-existent, you know what I'm saying? Or, or far and in between. And like you said, I do feel like there are a lot more men um, getting more into the metaphysical and really tapping into themselves and really trying to get to the meat and the root of why they are, how they are, as far as like why they think, how they think, why they move, how they move, you know what I mean? And really thinking about how they are within relationships and really questioning who they are, you know what I mean? And a lot of people don't do that, man or woman. A lot of people don't do that. And I feel like that's a that's a big disconnect with a lot of people when they try to build some type of foundation for a relationship. They haven't, they haven't even attempted to do the works to figure out who they really are to even know what they need when it comes to a relationship. I feel like a lot of people move off of just what they want when it comes to the relationship versus really paying attention to what, what they need. Ooh, that's this, this conversation is going into a completely different direction than what I was thinking. Cause I mean, it starts off with like sexual energy, the, the topic, but also like getting down into the relationship aspect man it sucks like i'd be wishing like sometimes we could experience life like benjamin button like where you start out like, <laughs> for real, like old and then you can just go back to being younger but like be able to carry all of that wisdom to do it right 
Um, you and I have been very um, fortunate to, and I don't say this in a negative way, but like to not have children yet. And especially with the experiences that we've gone through with, you know, different men and just like, you know, we're cousins. So coming from the background that we come from, being very conscious as children, like we don't want to put, you know, our kids through that. Kids through the same yeah. things we experience. And, you know, like, like I said, we've both been through our share of like toxic relationships. And so, you know, the wonderful part is that we both gained so much wisdom. And so it's like, I totally understand like what it takes to be in a good relationship. And I realized like a lot of people from doing readings, a lot of people are operating out of fear, ego, um, you know, just all lower like root chakra energy like that. And it just kind of stays there. And they walking around with an overactive ass root chakra and not understanding why not able to yeah not able to elevate and so a lot of it is fear and I'm just like doing these readings and it's like sometimes I'm like damn it sounds like to them that I might be speaking another language because I'm always like you know relationships are about experience and not possessing and I say this to a lot of people but like you know that when it's your time to you know to pass on to the next level like you're gonna do it by yourself you know what I'm saying? Even if y'all grow old together, like y'all's journeys in the spiritual realm is going to be completely different. And so it's like putting yourself in a situation where you are tied down, stressed about this person. You with somebody that's on some real low vibrational energy shit. And now you're becoming that person too. And all you can do is worry, stress out. Y'all stressing each other out. Y'all doing petty games. And the, this culture totally... Um, what's that word embraces all of that perpetuates all of these cycles for that to be okay and it's like now you know what i'm saying like everybody is walking around just like completely broken and saying crazy shit that they hear from songs and it's like well what are you thinking like and then you want to have nerve to be having (laughs) sex there is nothing wrong with if you choose to, you know, be a sexual fluid person and you want to sleep with whoever you want to, that is fine. But there is something wrong with it when you are not conscious of why you're doing that because you are passing on energy. If your energy ain't right, you just got out of a toxic situation. Your ass is toxic yourself. You're petty. And then you go and get with somebody else. You put that energy in this woman's womb and she putting it on him. And it's just like over and over and over again. And it's like a long line of healing so there has to be some type of responsibility that comes with your sexual life and with your relationship there should be no you know rush to doing these things and and if you want to get the full experience and love unconditionally and like you know just know what it feels like to love without grief without pain without anxiety you have to heal yourself Sex is supposed to be a healing act, but it's not going to be that way if you haven't done your cleanses and you haven't gotten over, you know, the things that you've gone through, like, and men too. So, like, it goes back to this conversation got to be normalized, damn it. Like, (laughs) yeah, it does. And like you said, like, the, the conversation takes a turn, but it actually is full circle. Like, your connection to your sexual health plays a part in other aspects of your relationship health you know what I mean like they all go hand in hand and kind of like you were saying like you know with the traumas or people not I feel like it makes me think about the fact that like I do because of the things I do practice in my life and the type of energy that I do have and my awareness about my energy and how that kind of affects other people I do have a tendency to attract um men like all kinds of men but they usually are men that are like in the midst of like working on themselves or like they they know themselves they're securing themselves to a certain point or a certain level but also what I do find in these men being gravitated towards me and what I feel like sometimes my purpose is is to show them a level of unconditional love that they don't understand because they've never had it before 
You know what I mean? Kind of like you were saying, like you have a lot of people that like to play certain games and the way this culture is set up right now with, with fear, people move on fear and anxiety and they move on ego. That doesn't really produce a healthy union. You know what I mean? That produces just toxicity on toxicity, but toxicity has become so normalized mm. that you know when a person comes across somebody that is healthy you know what I mean or it's pro- producing a healthy conscience they don't know how to handle it or they don't know if they deserve it you know what I mean and that's a whole nother topic <laughs> you know when a person doesn't feel like they they're worthy of having a peaceful relationship or having a peace of mind like there are some people that do feel like a relationship is supposed to be like you said chaos yeah, and, you know you and then have the nerve to want to have sex with each other like y'all y'all trauma bonding but y'all having sex and that now y'all trauma bonding on a whole nother level like no that's not that's not cool you know he loves me there was a a meme that was saying um it was uh, i guess a facebook thing and they were like what's the craziest thing that your pussy has made you know a guy do and so all of these girls are commenting like oh he busted out my windows he showed up to my job and the person replied and was like why would you associate you know your vagina producing these results and bragging about it like that this person is going crazy showing up at your job doing all types of crazy shit your yoni is supposed to be healing you know what I'm saying so you this is chaos that you giving to this person or you know vice versa like you know women who are going crazy and being digmatized and stuff like that and it's like no that's no that's not cool like I don't know and at one point in time in my life like I thought so too like oh this dude ain't going crazy like you know what I'm saying he blowing my phone up but then when you over here like I got that fire he over here about to pull his hair out like no boo boo that's not no that's not (laughs) that's not okay that's not good that's not good that's not good that's not good at all that's showing that your womb you know what I'm saying like y'all are producing like crazy shit and it shouldn't be that way that doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good to be drained and to be it's just not but you know it takes two to be in that position so it's like it does it all goes hand in hand and so I've been telling people like Because people come to me for, you know, their readings and it's always mainly centered around like, you know, is this person coming back or should I be with this person? And I'm like, it sounds so cliche and boring to say, like, focus on yourself, because when you pour into yourself and you love yourself, you okay with being alone. You know what I'm saying? Like you enjoy your own company then you start to attract what you deserve. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a light about you that's beautiful and it's respected. So when you do meet somebody, they're not coming into your life to bring chaos and drama and shit like that because that's not what's on the inside of you. But a lot of times that can go right over people's heads because, you know, they're so warped in this world of, you know, this culture has been taught to for us to be codependent. Of course, nobody should, you know, spend the rest of their lives alone or anything like that. But at the same token, it's just there's a responsibility that comes with it. And we don't learn that. Like, I wish that they would teach that in school, amongst other things like, you know, business, taxes and shit like that. But also how to have healthy relationships and how to have emotional discipline. We don't learn that shit. That's something that should be implemented in schools you know what i'm saying because it's even harder to be an adult and come out here and you trying to get a job and have a living and do all these things and then you know just craziness yeah it is it is hard like especially to have like you know you grow up in a certain aspect like you said we we're cousins and we're born two two days apart so like we've been in each other's lives from jump you know what I mean? And so we have similar backgrounds or have had, have had similar experiences as to why we kind of think about things how we do on top of, like you said, being born two days apart, having similar signs and the whole nine. So naturally, like most people, you have these coping mechanisms that you develop as a kid. And if part of that coping mechanism has nothing to do with your emotional discipline then yeah like you said when you become an adult it's gonna be a thousand times harder to try to strengthen your emotional discipline when you still try to 
when you're when you still have to break down your coping mechanisms from before you know what I mean like it's a crazy thing and it should be talked about like healthy relationships healthy boundaries um transparent communication like I feel like all of these things are very important when it comes to a healthy um partnership and it's very lacking in a lot of relationships but I feel like because of how culture is a lot of people would rather be able to say they've been with a person instead of going the healthy route. Like they can say, like, well, we've been together for 10 years. Okay, but it's been 10 years of toxicity. Yeah. So what have we achieved? Or like you said, like, yeah, we've been he been mine for 10 years and we didn't went through this, this, and this. And you got women that look at that like, yeah, he be doing this and doing that, but he ain't going nowhere because my pussy this and my pussy that. But again, what has been accomplished though? Yeah. Like, I don't want my, I don't want, I ain't never, I ain't, I, I, we joke in the family about, you know, you can't be giving away that sunshine. That's what we call it. <laughs> can't be giving away that sunshine. My sunshine ain't never made nobody break a window <laughs> or nothing like that. Like, my sunshine ain't never did that. My sunshine make people want to get up and do something with their life. Like, no, my sunshine not. make people get up like, man, look, I need to get my mind right because shit, I, I need to get my shit together. Like, like, that's what it should I definitely uh, <laughs> did a lot of that because there was a lot of uh, lack of knowledge of myself. And so back to your Venus sign, everybody really needs to study their Venus sign. Um my, I, there was a lot of immaturity that I had in, you know, previous relationships because Venus and Scorpio, they love and they're very possessive and ours being ruled by Leo, there's a very like childlike quality in the way, like if you're not evolved, a very childlike, like selfish, like give me attention. I want everything to be about me on me. If you guys know any Leos, you know, you know, the energy, you know, the vibes. And so, um, I had a lot of uh, codependency issues in that area when I was younger. So I did have, you know, a couple of my boyfriends who definitely were doing all types of crazy shit. And it's not that I enjoyed it because I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> you know, this is getting out of hand. Um, <laughs> you need to relax. But, um, you know, like I said, I was very ignorant back then. And so our culture kind of perpetuates that like that's okay and embraces it so I was like oh, okay shit but with wisdom I'm like no that's not what I want so I can't say that I produce those results now um it is completely different mm-hmm. and I talk circles around people before you could even you know get to get to my damn sunshine but um, yeah, <laughs> you know, so I need to see where your mental at before you can even see the sunshine. And, like, yeah, I'm plant based, and so a lot of people have to understand. Like, I think in the beginning, and I know it sounds so like stuck up, but like in the beginning of you know going vegetarian, vegan, or getting like straight to plant based, like you're kind of more accepting. Like, oh, I can't force anybody to eat the way that I want to, but shit changes. Like your taste buds change like things smell different and so it's it's just different to be you know with somebody who isn't on that same frequency especially when when it comes to like bodily fluids and things like that I'm just like uh-uh mm-hmm. I ain't, you know like I ain't fucking with it like I can't it's disgusting yes. but um, we can talk about it because I'm telling you the yo pH will tell you when he ain't the one yo pH reactions will tell you and when you naive you don't know like I dealt with years of having pH imbalances and the crazy thing about that when we talk about what conversations should be normalized like what a man eats and drinks and consumes Mm. it should be normalized that conversation with your wife or your partner that should be normalized because a lot of men don't know how their diet plays a part in their partner's pH and if a part in a woman's pH is off then the sex is going to be off so if you a man that's trying to figure out why you and your spouse aren't having sex or why the sex is a certain way or why she got an attitude about it like we need to question the imbalance and 
these questions aren't, you know, these conversations aren't normalizing. But again, you get older, you figure it out. Like if I'm intimate with somebody and, and my body has a different reaction, I'm like, yep, nope. Then I then I start asking questions. Well, what did you eat today? And what do you normally eat? Like, how much do you drink or do you drink? Like, I need to know what your diet is. I also need to know what your hygiene regimen is because, again, it's dudes out here that don't even know how to wash their dicks properly. Okay, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. Guys, you really need to Let's just be honest. They walk around with balls smelling like turkey. And then you mad because now you can't have sex with your gal because of pH off. Well, we need to figure something out and with you, I'm bro. I'm gonna have a poor attitude. Like, I'm not doing anything. No, <laughs> and that's not to say. And I want to. And I want to say this too. That's not to say that it's always the man's fault because again, you have to question the woman's diet right. as well. And I know, depending on the age of where you are and the point of where you are in your life, like you may go along with certain stuff because of the part of what you with that you're with when we talk about energies and and matching those energies you have a lot of situations where the man is at a certain level whether his frequency is lower than you or higher than you. you meet a man whose frequency is lower than you then naturally your energy is gonna have to go down to meet him but that man may not ever be able to increase his frequency to go higher so naturally you're going to go lower versus you meet a man whose frequency is higher than yours it's nothing for a woman to elevate herself in order to 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 reach that level of frequency mm-hmm. you know what i mean but most men are not going to lower the, their frequency to meet a woman but a lot of women will lower their frequency to meet a man and that's how you end up with situations where women are doing indulging in certain behaviors um that do start to harm them health wise and then fast forward to 10 years later and they're dealing with something that they didn't necessarily have to deal with on top of that i was i was doing a reading um the other day and i was talking about how when you're with a man who has a a low frequency um during sex like sex can be something that heals you, but it can also be something that drains you. And so I talk about this. I have a um, a thing called twerk and tarot. And we talk about like sexual positions with your partner and things like that. And so it's like, if you have a low vibrational partner and they always like finish in a position of power, which is like them on top or, you know, from the back or whatever, like a lot of times women will feel drained and especially if you allow him to come in you, then you're walking around with his energy inside of you. So if he is a low vibrational being, then you're walking around feeling sad, depressed, like you're not worthy. And then you're connected because you have your energy in him. So if he in, in you, so if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, he's doing something or just something feels off in your intuition, that is your body. That's your Yoni talking to you. Like something is just off with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not crazy like you know that's what your your womb is for is to be able to decipher those messages and things like that and so um like I was telling her I was like if if you're still sleeping with this person and and he's finishing and he's on top or he's in a position where you know you're in a submissive submissive position then it's almost like an energy vampire where you're being drained of your energy and then you be feeling like you don't have the juice no more and it's because of that you know what i'm saying so it's like i'd advise you to not sleep with him anymore and get away or if you're gonna do that like you know make sure that you on top fam that's <laughs> sure that yeah. you're in the position to where your energy is not being taken away from you but these are all things that people should know you should take time to research these things but people don't want to. And it, it really sucks that everybody just kind of like takes things for face value. And <sighs> yeah. just... and I feel like a lot of that too goes into like when we talk about the positions and, you know, the the submissiveness and sometimes feeling drained or whatever. I think a lot of people, um, quite a few men and some women may have a distorted approach to sex because of certain things whether it's the type of porn they watch 
or whatever it is, you know what I mean? You have a certain disconnect in that regard as far as what what good sex is. A lot of people feel like the more aggressive sex is how sex is supposed yeah. to be all the time. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? Like you can be caressed, you know what I mean? Like it's okay to caress your girl's skin and stuff like that. Like your woman screaming her lungs out while you just pounding away is not the thing always. You know what I mean? Like then then you have women that have never had orgasms because of that. Like you having some some terrifying sex. Like (laughs) and you know what I mean? Like how are you supposed to have an orgasm when you low key are tense the entire time? But in his mind, everything is good. Your pussy tight and you screaming. He feel like he the motherfucking king. When really, it's not a good exchange. Now she sleep passed out for two days and he patting himself on the back doing the doing <laughs> patting himself on the back doing I, I handle my business dance. You know what I'm saying? But that, again, may not be the case. Like, I've been in situations I've had experiences like that. Like, you, this aggressive sex can be nice sometimes, but then, like you said, when you learn about certain stuff and try to figure out, like, well, damn, I didn't slip half the day, I got the damn day away. Why? He just up and about. Like, that's not cool. But then, like I said, in this day and age, everything I've practiced, like, that's not what I track now. Like, my last sexual experience, the last few sexual experiences have been with someone that really matches me when it comes to energy and the metaphysical aspects and spirituality like you know what I mean it's somebody that I can have sound baths with and you know our first sexual experiences were like him caressing my body before we actually had any type of penetration happen like to the point where by the time the penetration happened like my 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 portal was open and willing in a way that it had never been for anybody before because of the amount of reassurance like that that's the turn on all together, like caressing my body and you softly choking me. It ain't even no penetration involved yet, or you know what I mean. Me being able to pull you in with my 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 muscles, ladies, get on your kids. Yes. You need to do it. Then you'll thank me later if she does. Y'all can do them too. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like being able to pull somebody in like that and use the the very strength or essence of your center force is like a magnifying experience. You know what I mean? And it's a very beautiful thing, but it's, it's a beautiful thing that a lot of people don't get to experience. Yes. The, um, the Yoni eggs are really good to tighten your, um, your vagina muscles and walls and things of that nature. On my other episode, I had, um, Amanda from Offset uh, Herbals come on and she uh, specializes in making herbal blends for Yoni Steams, which is also very helpful. And she also said, you know, that she is creating or already has like steams for men to be able to steam their areas too, which I had no idea. I think that that's very fascinating and that's something that should be normalized as well. Um, you know, I know that's going to take time, fellas, because... <laughs> But you know, yeah, a lot of dudes is not finna sit down. They be like, "You want me to do yeah. what now? My balls is hot." They gonna be like, "My balls is hot." It's Steven, my balls, my balls is hot. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I do feel like there are some that would be open to it. But most most men are gonna be like, "My balls, my balls." <laughs> but it can be a bonding or even if you know you don't have to participate but you know you sit with your girl while she's doing that that's a there are different levels of intimacy and that's something that you know I realize with maturity and just you know gaining wisdom from past relationships like sex it, it, intimacy is not always just about you know y'all physically having sex but like it's moments like that being able to connect have a deep conversation get lost in, you know, listening to music, talking about y'all's ideas, creating projects together, businesses together. Um, you know, those conversations that are hard to, like, it's just different ways to connect with your partner um, beyond just going straight into having sex. 
And I think that that is Mm -hmm. important. And I want to personally have more, you know, men on this podcast to be able to express themselves. Like maybe I can get multiple (laughs) callers on here um, to where we can discuss that. Because I feel like a lot of men lately, like I knew that in 2020, like the the masculine energy was really going to start to step up. So I feel like a lot of men who are, you know, woke, they're like, hold up. What y'all not going to do is act like we don't exist. They do exist, but sometimes it does seem like it's kind of far and in between. Or, you know, some of them are, are shy. They don't really talk about it. Or some of them are just like, shit, you didn't ask. Or they don't really care to expose that side of themselves to certain people either. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I feel like we... No, it's very true. <laughs> We covered a lot. This was like a really like impromptu episode because I feel like me and my cousin have very profound conversations and I'm like, damn it. You know, like the awesome thing about Anchor is that, you know, we don't have to be in the same room to record these episodes. And so I was like, let's just get on here and, you know, share this conversation. I think it's dope. And I feel like, you know, I'm going to posted on Instagram and I'm hoping that it can start a conversation where I can get more men to participate um but yeah you guys feel free to give some suggestions is there anything else that you want to say um no not really to my melanated people don't be scared to connect with each other on a much deeper level than what's on the surface and you know, don't be scared to attract what you deserve. I think that's a big hiccup in the melanated community is our self-worth and feeling worthy of certain people or certain energies, you know what I mean? Especially when it comes to feeling like you deserve peace of mind versus attracting, you know, uh, chaos, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I just feel like with everything that we've talked about in the full circle and the aspects of everything, the sex, the relationships, it all comes down to connecting with each other on a much deeper level and really just putting everything on the table. But within your own time, that's that's another part of emotional discipline is having the maturity to to let things out on your own time and for the other person to be patient enough to, to wait and receive that, that information. And that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation. Um, this should be posted up uh, in a couple hours, really. So um, follow my cousin. Her name is Joe Renette on Instagram, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I also have my other Instagram, which is my Above the Ruckus uh, blog main Instagram um it should have some stuff coming up soon I got a couple interviews and things coming up there and if anybody is also interested in being interviewed for my for above the ruckus you can let me know that as well yes you better plug yourself girl okay um (laughs) thank y'all for listening to our Sunday fun day rant and um I'm gonna have a couple of special guests coming up this week again So you guys stay tuned for that. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night or day. Shit. All right.